Thank you for joining the Bogard Press Through the Bible Adult Study Guide podcast. This quarter, our study is entitled The Reign of David, Sweet Psalmist of Israel. During this study, we will learn the character traits that contributed to David's reputation as a man after God's own heart. You can purchase your copy of this book, along with many other study resources, on our website, bogardpress.org. So, grab your copy of the Winter 2023 Adult Study Guide and your Bible and follow along. The lesson for December the 3rd, 2023 is entitled, David's Patience. It comes from 2 Samuel chapter 5, verses 1 through 5, and verses 10 through 12, and verses 17 through 25. The key verse, And David perceived that the Lord had established him king over Israel, and that he had exalted his kingdom for his people's Israel's sake. 2 Samuel chapter 5, and verse 12. The application, The student will understand that God will reward his children who humble themselves and are patient and obedient to his will. Seeking the Context The book of 1 Samuel begins with the life of Samuel, who was the final judge and also a prophet and a priest in Israel. Samuel anointed Israel's first king, King Saul, who was a failure. God commanded Samuel to anoint David as Saul's replacement. And the second half of 1 Samuel focuses on David's conflict with Saul. At the end of 1 Samuel, King Saul was killed, and David became king of Israel. But it was not a smooth transition. The book of 2 Samuel opens with David's lament over the death of King Saul, his sons, and all the Israelites slain in the battle against the Philistines. In 2 Samuel 2, we learn that through the efforts of King Saul's commander named Abner that King Saul's son, Ishbosheth was made king over Israel. We are told in 2 Samuel chapter 2 verse 10 that Ishbosheth reigned only two years over Israel, but it was likely that it took at least five years for Abner to persuade the tribes of Israel, excluding Judah, to accept Ishbosheth as their king. For seven and a half years, David reigned in Hebron over the tribe of Judah, while Ishbosheth ruled the remaining tribes. 2 Samuel 3.1 reports that there was long war between the house of Saul and the house of David. But David waxed stronger and stronger, and the house of Saul waxed weaker and weaker. Eventually, both Abner and Ishbosheth were killed. 2 Samuel 5 is the account of all the tribes of Israel coming to Hebron to anoint David king over all Israel. Our study for this quarter will focus on the life and rulership of King David. He was a man after God's own heart, Acts chapter 13, verse 22, and the most famous king of Israel. David defeated Israel's arch nemesis, the Philistines, and many other enemies, 2 Samuel chapter 8. While a great warrior, David was also a skilled musician. Many of the Psalms are ascribed to him, and he established a music department in Israel, 1 Chronicles chapter 15 and verse 16. But the greatest fact about David is that God made a covenant with him to establish his throne forever, 2 Samuel chapter 7 and verse 16. It was in the lineage of David that King Jesus came, 
and he will fulfill the Davidic covenant by sitting on the throne of David during his millennial kingdom. Matthew chapter 1 and verse 1, Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 7. What do you remember best about David's life? Searching the text. Number 1. King of Israel. 2 Samuel chapter 5 verses 1 through 5. Then came all the tribes of Israel to David unto Hebron, and spake, saying, Behold, we are of thy bone and thy flesh. Also in times past, when Saul was king over us, thou wast he that ledest out and broughtest in Israel. And the Lord said to thee, Thou shalt feed my people Israel, and thou shalt be a captain over Israel. So all the elders of Israel came to the king in Hebron, and King David made a league with them in Hebron before the Lord, and they anointed King David king over Israel. David was 33 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 40 years. In Hebron he reigned over Judah seven years and six months, and in Jerusalem he reigned 30 and three years over all Israel and Judah. I am fascinated with David's patience during the seven and a half years when he reigned only over Judah, while Ishbosheth ruled the rest of Israel. David could have made an assault against Abner and Ishbosheth and easily won. He had the right to seize the throne that the Lord had given him, but David waited on the Lord. Read Psalm 37 and see David's perspective on how waiting on the Lord, instead of taking vengeance on evildoers, will result in blessings from the Lord. Indeed, David's patience resulted in blessing. Had he assaulted Abner and Ishbosheth, the other tribes of Israel would have likely blamed him and been unwilling to accept his rulership. But David showed kindness to his enemies and overcame evil with good. Romans chapter 12 verse 21. As a result, Israel was more than willing to submit to King David. 2 Samuel chapter 5 and verse 1. He that is of a proud heart stirreth up strife, but he that putteth his trust in the Lord shall be made fat. Proverbs chapter 28 and verse 25. The nation of Israel knew David well. He had become famous after he slayed Goliath the giant. 1 Samuel chapter 17 verses 31 through 51. Here in 2 Samuel chapter 5, they acknowledged that David had been much more of a leader and soldier than Saul. Why they refused to submit to his rulership earlier may have been out of fear or personal agendas, but here they bowed themselves in submission to David's God-given authority as king of Israel. The Lord laid out the qualifications for a king in Israel in Deuteronomy chapter 17 verses 14 through 20, and the first qualification was that he had to be chosen by the Lord, verse 15. People knew God had chosen David to be Saul's replacement some 20 years prior. 1 Samuel chapter 16 verses 1 through 13. Furthermore, God warned the kings not to enrich themselves with their kingship and to read and obey the law of God in carrying out their rulership. Deuteronomy chapter 17 verses 16 through 19. David was the right man for the job, and David reigned in Israel for 40 years. 2 Samuel chapter 5, verses 4 and 5. The Lord said to David, Thou shalt feed my people Israel, and thou shalt be a captain over Israel. Verse 2. The Hebrew word translated feed refers to the work of a shepherd. 
This is a fitting metaphor for David because he had been called out of the shepherd's field to become the shepherd of God's people. David is the author of the great shepherd psalm, Psalm 23, and as the Lord shepherded David, he was to shepherd God's people. We will see throughout our study of David's life that many things in his life points to Jesus Christ. David was from the royal tribe of Judah, from which the Messiah King would come, Genesis chapter 49 and verse 10. David was also born in Bethlehem, which was later called the city of David at Christ's birth. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord, Luke chapter 2 and verse 11. Jesus came through the lineage of David and was called the son of David, Matthew chapter 21 and verse 9. Here we see that as David was called the shepherd of God's people, Jesus referred to himself as the good shepherd who would give his life for the sheep. John chapter 10 and verse 11. Can you think of other ways David's life points to the life of Jesus Christ? Number two, God's kingdom. 2 Samuel chapter 5 verses 10 through 12. And David went on and grew great, and the Lord God of hosts was with him. And Hiram, king of Tyre, sent messengers to David, and cedar trees, and carpenters, and masons. And they built David an house. And David perceived that the Lord had established him king over Israel, and that he had exalted his kingdom for his people Israel's sake. It was important that all Israel support David as their king, but more importantly, David needed the Lord's support. We should understand that the reason David grew great was because the Lord God of hosts was with him. Verse 10, David's successes as king came because the Lord's presence in his life. I am reminded of the same truth in the lives of Abraham, Genesis chapter 21, verse 22, Isaac, Genesis chapter 26, verse 24, Jacob, Genesis chapter 28, verses 13 through 15, Joseph, Genesis chapter 39, verse 2, and verse 23, Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 3 and verse 19, and many other men of God. I am also reminded that our Lord told us, Without me, you can do nothing. John chapter 15 and verse 5. Only when the Lord is with us can we find success in our service to Him. As important as it was for the Lord to be with David, it was equally important for David to recognize this fact. 2 Samuel chapter 5 and verse 12 tells us that David understood that the Lord had placed him on the throne and exalted his kingdom for the sake of his people Israel. David needed to remember that his position as king was not for himself, but for the Lord's purposes. Israel was not David's kingdom. It was God's kingdom. David was to serve the true king of Israel in his rulership. Likewise, we are put in positions of leadership and responsibility so that we can serve the Lord's purposes. The moment we start thinking that we got to where we are by our own merit and for our own benefit is the moment we stop glorifying the Lord. But he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 17. David was careful to give God the glory. At the same time, his reputation as king grew. In an effort to create an alliance between Israel and Tyre, King Hiram of Tyre sent supplies and workers to build David a palace. 2 Samuel chapter 5 and verse 11. 1 Chronicles chapter 14 and verse 
1. It was likely that this occurred after David's successful defeat of the Philistines. 2 Samuel chapter 5, verses 17-25 through 25. David saw King Hiram's kindness as evidence that the Lord was blessing his kingship. 2 Samuel chapter 5 and verse 12. Before we leave this section, we should see that this was the time that David conquered the city of Jerusalem and eventually moved his capital there. Verses 6 through 9. As David consistently inquired of the Lord before he moved in battle, verses 19, 23, and 25, the Lord likely led David to conquer this city first. This city of Jerusalem would become very important in Israel, especially during the life of Christ. Jerusalem was also called the city of David. Verse 9. How can you remind yourself daily of your constant need of the Lord in your life? Number 3. Following the Lord into battle. 2 Samuel chapter 5 verses 17 through 25. And when the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel, all the Philistines came up to seek David. And David heard of it and went down to the hold. And the Philistines also came and spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim. And David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up to the Philistines? Wilt thou deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said unto David, Go up. For I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into thine hand. And David came to Baal Perizim, and David smote them there, and said, The Lord hath broken forth upon my enemies before me, as the breach of water. Therefore he called the name of that place Baal Perizim. And there they left their images, and David and his men burned them. And the Philistines came up yet again and spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim. And when David inquired of the Lord, he said, Thou shalt not go up, but fetch a compass behind them, and come upon them over against the mulberry trees. And let it be, when thou hearest the sound of a going in the tops of the mulberry trees, that then thou shalt bestir thyself, for then shalt the Lord go out before thee to smite the host of the Philistines. And David did so, as the Lord had commanded him, and smote the Philistines from Geba until thou come to Gazer. It was not long before David's kingship was tested. David had faced the Philistines before and won, 1 Samuel 17. He would do so again here. The key to David's success was his consistent inquiry of the Lord. 2 Samuel chapter 5, verses 19 and 23. Interestingly, the Lord instructed David to lead Israel against the Philistines in two different ways. First, the Lord told David to make a direct attack, verse 19. Second, the Lord instructed David to hide and then attack them from the rear, verses 23 through 25. Had David not inquired of the Lord both times and followed his orders, he and Israel would have been defeated. This lesson cannot be overstated. Before we move or make any decision in our lives, we should seek the Lord's will in the matter. In James chapter 4, verses 13 through 17, we are provided with a scenario of going into a certain city on business in order to make a profit. This is not wrong, but doing so without first seeking the Lord is wrong. For that ye ought to say, 
If the Lord will, we will live and do this or that. Verse 15, finishing his thought, James reminded us, therefore to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. Verse 17, how many of us have sinned in this matter? David obeyed the Lord, defeated the Philistines, and was careful to give the Lord all the credit for the victory. Verse 20, David won a great victory that day, not because he was a great king or had superior soldiers and weapons. No, he won because he sought the Lord and obeyed him. How simple that is, but how often it is neglected. David named the location in honor of the Lord's victory, Baal Perizim, meaning the Lord has broken forth. Verse 20. The Lord broke through the Philistines' defenses and sent them running. The Philistines so hurriedly left the battlefield, they left their pagan gods behind. David did not even think twice, but quickly burned them. Verse 21, 1 Chronicles 14 and verse 12. It was customary for armies to bring their idols to the battlefield in hopes that their false gods would give them victory. We might remember that Israel tried such foolishness with the Ark of the Covenant in 1 Samuel 4. It was a complete tragedy with Israel who lost the battle and the Ark. God would not be used as a good, some good luck charm and bring victory to disobedient Israel. So too, the Philistines' idols brought no victory to them. We might think that we can use God for our own pleasures as well. We might think that if we give a big enough offering that God will be required to bless us. We might wear a cross necklace or a Christian t-shirt in hopes that God will protect us. But the only way that the Lord will bless and protect us is when we obey him. Deuteronomy chapter 11 verses 26 through 28. Chapter 12 verses 28 through 32. How can you receive the blessings of the Lord? Setting the Application King David was a man after God's own heart, and he showed the heart of God in the way he reigned. David was patient and waited on the Lord to bring Israel under his rulership. David was a shepherd king caring for the sheep of God. He showed kindness to his enemies and only moved as the Lord directed. He did not take a selfish dictatorial approach to leadership as was common in his time. David recognized that Israel was not his kingdom, but God's kingdom, and he faithfully obeyed God in ruling Israel. In his victories, David was careful to give God all the glory. We are not called to be kings over nations, but we are called to serve the Lord in varying capacities in his kingdom. May we also have the heart of God in serving him. Like David, let us seek the Lord's direction and wait on the Lord to guide us. Let us love God's sheep and our enemies and overcome evil with good. And most of all, let us give God all the glory. How can you follow David's example in serving the Lord? Thank you for joining us in another lesson of the Bogard Press Through the Bible Adult Study Guide podcast. We look forward to studying with you again next week as we continue learning from David, a man after God's own heart. Bogard Press is the publishing ministry of the American Baptist Association. We exist to equip churches with the resources they need to carry out the Great Commission. These resources include Bible study materials for preschoolers through adults, 
including Sunday School, Children's Chapel, Baptist Training Course, Bible Challenge, and Vacation Bible School. Please visit our website to find all the ministry resources you will need at bogardpress.org. That's bogardpress.org. Until next week, find daily encouragement from our daily devotionals at bogardpress.org.